Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Is this it? Are we off? Are we going to yeah, start running? Hang yeah. on, let me look at all these penguins. Let me just get a shot of these guys. <laughs> it's be a slow run. <laughs> Actually, they're showing off. <laughs> Distracted by the penguins. Yeah, normally I can take pictures while Ooh. we... Hello. No pictures, no pictures. I found out when I was here that they're black on top and white underneath so that from the sea they look like the sky and from above they look like the sea. That's, That's why penguins are white on the front yeah. and black on the back. Yeah. Right. Let's run. Yeah. Okay. Would you do um, intros or anything like that? Or we just that drift in, but we're going to do that now. So um, uh, this is this is us. This it begins. It's running commentary, and we welcome our guest this week. It's James Wren. Welcome. Yay. Thank you. Um, uh, he, first of all, it's a very topical running commentary. So if you're tuned in to hear what happened at the Great North Run, we'll tell you next time. Because this is very topical, isn't it? Because we're running with you today at London Zoo. Because this weekend, there's a run here at the zoo. Among other things. And also because you like a run and we're going to have a talk about stuff. So we're at the Penguins in London Zoo quite early in the morning. That's, that's, that's the, the scene yeah, here. And we haven't started running yet because you're going to re- lead out. Which way are we running? Yeah, okay. So are we ready to head let's off? Run. Yeah, let's, let's start going. Let's go. Excellent. We're off. Well, yeah, we, we're off. We, we start at the penguins, but we immediately run away from the penguins. Yep, Almost as if it. we've got a fear of penguins. <laughs> so we take a nice uh, run through uh, Barky Court, our main sort of central area, um, and then we sort of head up past uh, Boris the giant polar bear statue. Excellent. I'm glad you said statue because I was going to say that's not a real polar bear. <laughs> so what's uh, tell us about the run on uh, on uh, Sunday, the stampede. Yes, yeah, so ZSL's an uh, international conservation charity. We work to protect animals around the world in over 50 countries now. Yeah, um, that's so a lot th- of countries. That is. And uh, the run at the weekend is to help us raise money to do that sort of work, whether it's tackling the illegal wildlife trade or protecting the health of wild animals around the world. Good. And it's a 10K, is it? Yeah, there's two options. You can right. do the 5K route or the 10K route. Okay. And it's, is, it, is it round the zoo, is it? starts off in the zoo. It's about right. a kilometre in the zoo. Yeah. And then you get uh, released into the wilds of Regent's like. Park. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's like another it. reason we wanted to come today. It's because we often run in Regent's Park, don't yes, we? Yes, we do. Yeah. We, I've got so many pictures of camels. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, when you're not in the zoo, that's the bit you go past. Well, hopefully we'll spot some tigers as well. Yeah. Brilliant. Uh, from the park, a nice sunny day. They'll be out to... Uh, Basking in the sun, I'm sure. You say basking. Last time I saw the tigers on a chilly day, 
they didn't know so much basking as just really hungry. <laughs> like they really wanted to uh, eat us. So what time <laughs> does, the, does the zoo start coming alive then? I mean, we're here sort of at about nine, but yeah, it sounds so like a really naive question. What no. time do the animals wake up? <laughs> <laughs> the animals wake up nice and early when it's a uh, sunny day. Yeah, uh, But at uh, 10 o'clock is when uh, our visitors will start right, arriving. Right. And you'll have school visitors, people from all over the world come yeah. uh, to see the zoo. And uh, some of them are nocturnal, Paul. Some of these animals are actually asleep now. Are they? They're up at night. <laughs> really? <laughs> Which ones are the night ones? Actually, well, somewhere near here, shortly. there's a house where there's a, that's a house, not like someone's house, but like a zoo house, where it's all dark, isn't it? We're just near that. So, and just on the right, you can see our lemurs. They're uh, oh, oh, sunbathing. Oh, right. I've got to get a picture. Nice. Sorry, Sorry, to get a picture. Look at these guys. <laughs> oh, wow. That's sort of the uh, early morning yoga session. Yeah, that's like really it. good. Uh, we need some Tai Chi music on Lovely there. photo. <laughs> that's superb. That's great. So, yeah, back to the, the run. Can people still do this run on, on Sunday? Is it all? Yeah, no, we've still got some spaces left. And can you uh, turn up on the day? Yeah, you can turn up on the day, book in advance on our website, zsl.org. zsl.org. And, uh, yeah, 5K or 10K. Yeah, and it really is a great race. And then you get to explore the zoo afterwards. Good. Uh, so people come in with families, friends. It's a really nice way, certainly for runners who sometimes go out the weekends and leave their families yes. resting at home. <laughs> yeah. They can bring them up, they can watch a, a good race and have a tour of the zoo as well. Yeah, that's true, because people often dump the family while they go off and do a run, don't they? But um, uh, it's a nice time of year for it as well. Well, if the weather's good. I mean, last weekend they, were, they rained oh. off some festivals. Well, I think it's going to be nice this weekend. Yeah. And uh, just the end of the season, you know. Last of the good weather, beginning of autumn. Just saw. I just took a lovely picture of an autumn leaf yeah. through the uh, underwater bubble for looking at the penguins. It's gorgeous. No, it's, 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 it's getting. It's starting to get a bit crisp, isn't it? These beasts are very close to the fence. Are we yes, safe? Yeah. I think we'll be okay. <laughs> Hello, mate. Morning. We'll get out of the cage. Yeah. Okay, so we're just uh, just coming back up to uh, Penguin Beach now, and then we'll. Uh, Exit uh, into the park now. That was good though. Just head out. So how long have you been running then, mate? What's, uh, when did you start? So I probably started running about 15 years ago now. Oh, all right, okay. Wow. Uh, I'm not going to give away my age, but old. Yeah, yeah I think to a certain extent you just did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's just one of the things I've always loved doing. Right. Uh, never been one for um, gyms. <laughs> I know, I know what you mean, uh, certainly. Yeah. Thanks. And did you start what doing, what, doing road races? Or? Yeah, well, I started off, um, sort of, uh, I live uh, out for, by uh, Epping Forest. And I always just had this love for the outdoors and natural world. Yes. Hence working here at ZSL. Also, sort of, all my free time I spend out and about as much as I can. Right. And... Uh, just always had that love for running, whether it's uh, going to another city, you go out running, it's a most it's efficient nice. way to see the sights. Oh, it's fantastic, isn't it? Yeah. You get to wander around and have little experiences. Yeah, did you just say you're in Barcelona or are you going to Barcelona? No, I was just in Barcelona at the weekend, did a, a great run out there. What uh, run was that? Was that? Well, I've just got a timing, timing shoe. Right? 
stalling yeah. tactics. Yeah. What was the run in Barcelona? Oh, no, so it's just uh, just one to uh, explore the uh, the capital. Oh, you just checked it out. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. But that's what's great. Sometimes when I go away with uh, work to visit some of the countries we work in, to be able to sort of go for a run in India or Nepal yeah, yeah, or yeah. Africa. Also, though, things go bad. And one of you know, it's wildlife. So if a beast turns. You can scarper. You, you can scarper. You know, you're in the right position to get to a place of safety. Exactly. So um, you're well covered. When I was out in uh, Africa with some colleagues, they were telling me what to do if a rhino starts approaching you. Yeah. And they said just don't move. And I looked around and thought, as long as I'm not the slowest one here, then it's absolutely fine. Yeah. I will be moving. Yeah. Faster if a rhino you. comes towards you, don't move. Is that the advice? Yeah, because they can't really see you. That uh, doesn't really account for human nature. Does it? No. Yeah. But I suppose that once takes a lot of bottle up, doesn't it, yeah. to just remain immobile. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Are you allowed to make this noise? <laughs> rhino! It's a rhino looking at me. Oh. But it's, uh, it's great to see the work that we do out there because, I mean, everyone should be aware of the illegal wildlife trade that's going on, yeah. decimating this group of rhinos. And the work we do is putting camera traps out, training rangers, you know, it's all things like that that... Uh, it's a very dangerous job do. to be a ranger, isn't it, in that sort of environment? Oh, absolutely. They put their own lives on the line yeah. for, to save these wonderful animals. Yeah, someone uh, died recently doing that, didn't they? Yes, shot on time, isn't it? Yeah, and it really is frontline stuff. It's it's quite odd for I mean I think people in general we know either hopefully are sort of supportive of this whole concept, but even if they're not kind of engaged in any way, you think most people go, Yeah, that seems fair enough. But around the world Yes. Yeah, so like on the front line of people sort of saying, No, we're gonna take this incredibly rare, weird beast. Yeah, we're going to catch it, we're going to kill it, we're going to sell it. You know, there's so much money involved, isn't there? Yeah. Oh, yes, yeah, worth more than diamonds. On the black more market. More than diamonds? <laughs> it goes back into the zoo, starts an illegal trade in Regent's Park. <laughs> but that's it, so it's an amazing thing. And also, of course, what the zoo does has changed so dramatically since there's been a zoo in Regent's Park, you know. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. So 200 years, you know, we were the first uh, scientific zoo in the world. Um, so it's kind of science has always been our DNA. Yeah. Um, you know, Charles Darwin was a fellow here, and in relationships with. Uh, and that doesn't just mean a bloke. He was a fellow with a capital F. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> and he used to work with us as well to help identify the species, the finches, etc. And their origins. Yeah. So on the right-hand side of the minute, we'll just go past our uh, Sumatran tigers. Excellent. There's only 300 left in the wild. Wow. wow. That's a tiny, tiny numbers. Also, a turkey. Look <laughs> at that turkey. That's brilliant. I thought but, uh, that one safe from next couple of months. was a tiger then popping up from behind the tree, but it's a dog on a leash. That's a relief in a way. We're <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, do uh, if you know what a collective term for a group of tigers is? I think it's a stripe. I think it's a... It's a it's a Jaffa of tigers. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a streak. Is it oh, really? it was a, a streak off. of tigers. That's so we did one of our most uh, interesting challenge events a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And we had hundreds of people running naked around the zoo. I think I saw Street, some photos. Streaking for wildlife. Excellent. Did you join in, James? Did you no, I, uh, <laughs> I, had to, I had to do the race no, briefing at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. uh, I look quite awkward when I'm doing this. <laughs> yeah, totally, yeah. I fairly... Uh, I'm fairly happy that you just got us wearing a stampede <laughs> tops. <Yes. laughs> That's not too bad. Have we passed the tigers now? 
Yeah, we just we just I got past. See, I didn't see the tigers. <laughs> saw the <laughs> classic zoo. Yeah. Well, I didn't see the tigers. <laughs> uh, long-term <laughs> listeners to running commentary, I think, already know this story. But when I was little, I went in the uh, giraffe house at Marwell Zoological Park. I'm sorry, it wasn't here. I went to see the giraffes. Yeah. And I was like, oh no, there aren't any. And went out and told my mum. And it turned out that me and my mate had just been looking at their legs, <laughs> thinking they were posts. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it, giraffes are quite tall. I mean, I'm not. Well, that's um, one of the greatest things about seeing uh, how zoos work now. And uh, seeing how people get inspired when they do actually see the giraffes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I remember bringing my son to the zoo when he was about beasts, aren't they? Yeah. two years old. Yeah. First time he'd used the word wow was looking at a giraffe. Yeah, right. Just no, my daughter loves the giraffes. We had to tear her away last time we were here. She's just, they're just yeah. so odd and beautiful. It's like anyone who's ever watched or enjoyed a sci-fi film should come to the zoo and look at animals like giraffes in real life because that's what it's like isn't it it's like you're seeing an alien species yeah absolutely so you started running what epic forest you you did your what was the first step was it little road races or yeah it's probably back when there was uh, some uh, run london events uh, it was when i first started getting that. where were they and, uh, were they down in batsy yes yeah. yeah i did some of those yeah the, uh, the nocturnal ones the, oh, okay what are those then? Tell, tell me. I don't know what we're talking about. Yes. What, what were the nocturnal ones? What were they? Uh, so just uh, basically, it was uh, lots of probably thousands of people running around central <laughs> London in bright uh, orange and uh, yellow shirts. Yeah. Uh, the novelty was just it was uh, dark. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, it's, it's good fun. Well, it sounds uh, quite rainy, which I like. Those first races you do are very interesting. Yes, yeah. You have no clue about pacing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, one of our, yeah, all of our friends were very unprepared. So one of our friends was, he's actually quite fast. Yeah. So he finished maybe 20 minutes ahead of everyone else. Yeah. yeah. And had to go around and collect up the old t-shirts that people had discarded because he was freezing cold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, let's. So what's your what's your favourite distance, or do you mix it up? Now, I think ten k is my favourite. I've done a couple of marathons. Yeah. London a couple of times. Dublin was my favourite. Yeah. Uh, I think it's the only race that you finish and walk straight into a bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know people who do that in London, but they don't particularly <laughs> set it up for it. <laughs> no. So that's your favourite marathon, Dublin. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Never done Dublin. No. What's it like? Where's it go? I know Dublin's a great town. Actually, yeah, you go through sort of the, the big parks out there and just around the, just, you know, the sort of the city area. Just yeah, so it's beautiful. gorgeous. It's like yeah. most marathons, you deviate off for a while in areas you wouldn't go to and look at. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but there's great support along the whole route, which is It's all about fantastic. the support, isn't it, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so crucial, isn't it? Well, I say, just did the uh, Great North Run at the weekend and it's just such an event, you know, it's just... It's, is it jammed all the way? Is it? I've never done it. Yeah, people on the sidelines cheering. Yeah, there's like it's very like the London Marathon, just 400 miles away and half as long. Yeah, but you know the the, the event at the end is huge. It's like a massive sort of fate. Right. And all the charities and there's a really good. Like my friends were running a a sort of a, a food place right. in the Wyland Brewery pub tent. It's ah. like going to a really superb wedding, really? except with lots of uh, <laughs> lots of uh, 
stinking people in shorts <laughs> well afterwards post race yeah and there was a band what playing what a great atmosphere and they, gave me a, they gave me a fresh cooked falafel and tabula wrap oh it was very special such a good laugh after, after races isn't yeah it? when you've done them when it's all gone because that is like you say James you're going to finish line beer is you're allowed that you've just done a massive run <laughs> that's Absolutely. the magic I did that in Berlin but it was alcohol free but I had oh well yeah. <laughs> they were giving uh, away these it, it was so nice I drank like four pints back to back so if anyone who came in after me in Berlin that year didn't get one I'd like to apologise to the first three people who didn't get one typical charity runners <laughs> drinking all the free beer at the end so we're down by the lake now it's gorgeous it's a really nice day yeah I mean this is one of the best times of year to run sort of September yeah think, yeah, yeah you've got the beautiful light and a little bit of a chill yeah which so you, is just you right. don't overheat once you exactly once you get aerobic it's just just right as long as the weather's like this I mean if it, if it comes in blowing in I think the most you know, we quite often talk about how rain isn't so bad I mean rain's pretty bad for us because it messes up the recorders yeah. but um, <laughs> in general you know we don't mind rain at all I no. think the worst weather condition for runners is, is wind oh absolutely particularly on a long run wind in your face yeah I do oh, uh, I do some riding as well and uh, if it's a windy day I'll never get on the bike but switch straight over to running again yeah 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 I think it's even worse because if you're cycling in the wind you're like a sail aren't you yeah, yeah. so have you got any events in the autumn James anything that you're building up to I mean 10k's a very civilised distance isn't it yeah I've got, I've got a couple of 10k's coming up it's yeah, a no, test it's hard to run fast but it doesn't take too much out of you yeah, absolutely, and I've, uh, I've still got a, a time to beat in my mind, which is um, still sub-45, right. so I haven't cracked it. Right, so that's the, your 10k line. Yeah. They're very useful though, aren't they, those lines on the clock? It doesn't, I don't mean anything, you know, there's no, no. technical difference between 45 and 44.50 or 45.10, but because it's a line on the clock, three yeah. quarters of an hour, you want to get under it, don't you? So where are you at at the moment? What have you got? Uh, I'm probably still sitting around 46 minutes. Right, so OK. Yeah, There's right. not much, not much in it. It's probably switched to psychological. You've got to get to, <laughs> got to do one of these downhill 10Ks. Yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully on Sunday I might get a bit closer. Good. Uh, That's the attitude. Yeah. And uh, the thing I like about this one is uh, it appeals to people that have never run before. Yeah. And uh, that's so important because, you know, people that run all of the time, you kind of, you, 10K doesn't always feel like a massive achievement when you're, see, when you're fundraising. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but for some people who it is have huge. never done one oh, before. Oh, it's huge. Absolutely. For your first time, we've all been there. Yeah. It's uh, No, I don't think anyone can, anyone who, do, who doesn't run could get up and run six miles. You know, it's, that's, that's, Hey, you got to think about it's it. A it's a long way. Yeah. It's a long way. It's a big it's yeah. a distance. I think you're absolutely right. I mean, pulling those things together, it's really nice. Sometimes if you're a keen runner, you know, a lot of the conversation is, or it's really flat, or it's a good opportunity to get a PB. Yeah. But ultimately, if you can go and do a run that's an event, like the Stampede, or the Great North Run, or the London Marathon, and then you're part of something, you know, and it's nice that the supporters can be there, and it also draws a a line of kind of democracy between keen runners and people who've never run in their lives. Yeah. Running 
planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. You can probably tell that we're going quite fast for me. Anyone can notice that I'm going. Before we're going to include Primrose Hill in yeah. the uh, in the run, why not? So I'll uh, make sure I'll ask a question yeah, at yeah. the bottom. Yeah, that's the way. Uh, that's the way to do it. That's the way you do it when you're out running with it's, friends. And I was just about to say, I'm not going to talk when we're going up there, but. I don't think I've got it in me to not talk. <laughs> I think we'll be fine. Anyway, so you, you did the Great North at the weekend, Rob, and you did all right. You have got a... Yeah. I mean, is this still with a technically broken toe? Yeah, my toe fracture is, was four weeks old on the day of the Great North Run. Right. And uh, I set off, and uh, it, was, uh, it was fine. I really thought from my training runs... I mean, my biggest problem yeah. was that I haven't run very much the last few weeks. Right. My foot wasn't a problem at all. It's an odd thing, because it is broken. It hurts all the time. Yeah, that sounds really bad. I can, I'm aware of it all the time. Yeah. But it wasn't any worse. It doesn't... It's like I'm not using it to run. It's amazing. Yeah. So I set off too fast, as you do. Yeah. And uh, because... Uh, Sophie Rayworth and Susie Chan were there. Yeah. They told me they were doing seven and a half minute miles. And I thought, and I saw them, I thought, I'm about to overtake them. And I thought I'd be doing eight and a half, nine minute miles. So this was huge. Because I wasn't even trying to run fast. I was just, when I just set running. off, I just, just didn't ease off the toe and just set off. So it's quite hard once, uh, once you're in that stream of people. It's a properly hold back though, isn't it? Absolutely. You just run, sort of tra- a training run or whatever. You yeah, yeah. It's like Tommy. You get, you get dragged in. Tommy Tiernan's comedy about the Irish guy. <laughs> he thinks uh, probably yeah. in the Dublin Marathon. Who sets off, you know, basically sets off with the with uh, elite. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's running as fast as them. 
You always think, how long could you keep up for? Yeah, yeah. And then in the end, he not doesn't long. slow down or stop. Yeah, he just dives into all. a ditch. <laughs> <laughs> just to lead it for at least two seconds. Yeah, yeah, that would do it. Well, it was Mo. Mo was the star of the Great North Run. Did he win by distance? Because I missed out. I was in Hong Kong. I was a uh, all I know is that he won. Yeah. And he did about the time he wanted, but I don't know. I'm much too self-obsessed. I don't know what Mo did. Yeah. <laughs> he won it. I think he was... He's class above everyone else, I think. Yeah, one hour and six seconds. Right. What, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's fast. That is fast. Incredibly quick. Uh, so he was maybe fast. it's fastest time. Yeah, he thought he was going to do it in about 65, I heard. So that's incredible. I didn't see him this time. See, last time I did the Great North Run, I helped him with his crumpets. Yeah. I you normally set off through the first few, few K together, don't you? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> don't find your pace. Yeah. I found that this year his security had gone up dramatically. <laughs> yeah. And they all had pictures of me. Yeah. <laughs> well, I want to help Mo with his crumpets. <laughs> we really want to get him on the podcast. I've got some corn. It'd be great to get yeah. Mo on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Well, I should have to get to those people. I should have genuinely stalked him harder. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, it didn't work. We'll find him. <laughs> People are doing a lot more road running now, so we might see him out and about. Yeah. But my, uh, so my great little friend was such a surprise. And it was, that's why I was so lucky that Rayworth and Chan were there, because I basically lifted their running plan when I realised how fast I was. And ran along. Just paced yourself off In front of them, I paced myself off them. And they were doing, they were going for sub 140. And my normal half marathon pace is perhaps at 135. I'm not injured. So, I mean, I thought... I'm not far off you. No, five minutes. That's great. That's amazing. And as I say, it's the longest I've run in weeks. That was the main problem. Yeah. And actually... Did you get a bit knackered later? There's yeah. a hill, isn't, isn't it? Tense at, if you're in 10 miles and it 12. Is a very, it's, a uh, it's a very hilly run. Right. You go down a hill and up a hill across the time. That's sort of dramatic. Yeah. And then from there on... It just seems like you keep getting to another little hill. Right. And they're kind of short enough to do, um, steep enough to notice, yes. but not steep enough to feel like an achievement. Right. And there's just like irritating I think hills. there is about 150 of those. Yeah. Aye. I might be slightly exaggerating. And then... Uh, just a little tester for you there, and then, uh, And then finally at the end when you get to the sea, you go down a steep drop um, and hard left. That's when you really kick in. Yeah, although that's when my toe kicked in. Right. I suddenly started the whole right-hand side of my body started flapping like one of these penguins. Um, but I thought... Is that because you were breaking down the hill? Then? Yeah, what, and the weight's going onto the front of my feet. Right. But I was trying, also trying really hard not to break because right. I needed the... Yeah. I thought, I've got the weight advantage. You can't hold back. It's useless, yeah. This is going to help. So I let the foot flap. And... Um, right, just got to cross over. Right, we've just come... Careful. ...back out... Regent's Park and we're going to go because we're going to pick up the canal James. so the uh, we've just gone back past the zoo there that would have been where the uh, runners would finish at the weekend excellent uh, so just for anyone that's uh, concerned about me mentioning Primrose Hill we're not adding that into the uh, 10k <laughs> good that's especially weekend. for us you're so kind and what time does it kick off then the stampede uh, so it starts at uh, 9 in the morning right uh, get people up there nice and early and nice. everyone's pretty much finished by the time the zoo opens to everyone And how else. many people are you hoping to get? How many people? Uh, just under a thousand is what we're uh, aiming for. That'd be great. Oh, it's going to be super. Yeah. It's a real nice atmosphere. We don't want it to get bigger than that. That's uh, sort of the comfortable number for yeah. us. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think any run in... Plus you don't want to frighten the animals a bit. No, it's just, just uh, yeah, some narrow 
areas we go through to just right. make sure that, you know, it's got great PB potential because of that. Do you let yeah. any of the animals out so they can take part? No, no, I did just to speed things up a bit. Yeah, That's yeah. definitely how I did my 45 minutes, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, get the tigers at the back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They'll be like, we can smell TCP. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not proud of my tiger impression. I thought that was very good for this time of the day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, seven, six, five. All right. That's a good spot. Look at that. Gorgeous. Yes, I don't, th- I don't think the uh, microphones picked it up, but uh, you could hear the call of the gibbon as we were running past uh, the zoo just then. Uh, it's one of the. Uh, it's the animal that welcomes us all in the morning. Yeah. Can you uh, um, approximate then, the gibbon's call? Yeah, yeah. yeah let's hear it. Uh, I'll do it a bit later. I'm just a bit uh, out of breath. Later, right okay. Later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's it. Perfect. Are you okay? Do you hurt yourself? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, at the end of the day, the lions roar you home. It's it's like living in the Flintstones. <laughs> Brilliant. I was uh, yeah. Lions roar up close is an amazing thing, isn't it? It's so beefy. It's quite scary. It's like yeah. a wife on a morning. <laughs> Beefy raw. <laughs> like it's a cup of tea. Run. Ah. Oh. Ah. Tea. <laughs> I need sugar. This is glorious. And this, are we approaching the hill? Are we getting yes, the hill? this is this is the hill. There it is, look. Uh, and uh, when you get to the top, you've got some of the most amazing views across London. Uh, I think it's... Love this room. It's probably the best view of London, isn't it, Primrose Hill? Absolutely. So you can see the zoo in the foreground and then some other iconic buildings across London. Shout for Ali Pally. Yeah, Big shout yeah. for Ali Pally. Lovely. Maybe not quite as central, is it? No, that is a great view. Yeah. The good thing about Ali Pally is that it's, uh, it's a weird way round. If you know the London skyline, it's a real skewed angle on it. Yeah. And you're like, wait a minute. What, is it into sort of like the Liverpool Street there. around there? Yeah. Canary Wharf's over there. That's a great view. And Kite Hill in Hampstead Heath. But Primrose Hill also, superb place for sledging. What, as in insulting other people? Cricketers, <laughs> yeah, insulting <laughs> cricketers. Yeah. They're not often here, but if they are here, you ashes, smashes, <laughs> you silly white clothes. <laughs> I'm not very good. <laughs> really bad sledging. You think right. you're good at cricket, but you guys you're haven't sledged for this hill at all. <laughs> it's okay. We seem to have better than you. We've got you uh, doing all the talking, which is uh, the plan. <laughs> we can do this easy. Yeah, this is good. So, so when you get you to doing? the top, you see uh, the Snowden Avery, very iconic building. We're very lucky. We just, uh, as a charity, we have to raise all the money ourselves for what we do. But the Heritage Lottery Fund have just uh, given us a large donation to uh, restore it. Oh wow! We're going to turn it's it into a, it? about 40 years old. Yeah, just over 50 now. Right, wow. Yeah, and we're going to have a uh, colobus monkeys in there, ah. and people will be able to walk through with them in there. Oh, brilliant! Nice. So what? So the colobus monkey, quite a peaceful beast. Yes, it's uh, a yeah. vegetarian. Yeah. All right. Also known as the face biter. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> um, if you've never seen the snow navy, yeah, I think. In terms of design, let's have a moment to check. They ripped view. it off in Jurassic Park 3. Get our, yeah. get our rest, collapse, clutch our chests. Yeah, look That's at that. It, it yeah. is glorious, isn't it? Let's get all of us. Once Paul's emptied his face, yeah. <laughs> 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 get a nice shot. Yeah. Yeah, this will be silhouette. I'm actually 
get us in the sunshine first, because... Come on in. There we are. There we are. <laughs> 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 a breathe in. We're looking at this view. I'll get it. One of the great things about the Avery as well, we've got a support from uh, Foster and Partners, Lord Foster. Yeah. Amazing architect. And uh, I think just him bringing it back to life for us, it's going to be very interesting. Yeah, we, I mean, there's nary a London building Foster no. hasn't got a hand in. That was a pub quiz question the other day. Oh, really? Um, which of these did he not do? Canary Wharf, um, City Hall, Heron Tower, Millennium Bridge. Wow, yeah. Which one? Can you, can you get it? Can you answer it? I get close up with the Avery. It's another excuse for us to stay a minute longer. <laughs> yeah. There's the Navy with the post. So the skyline in the back of 45 minutes, mate. Are you doing any speed work? No, that's what. That's definitely where I, need to do, I tend to do the distance the weekends. Yeah. And I think coming out here yeah. at the end of the day, using Primrose Hill, yeah. getting some speed work up here. Yeah. Yeah. Little, little two-minute intervals. It makes you really strong. This is yeah. the best hill. This is the best hill for training. But unfortunately, to really train off it, you've got to go up and down and up and down. Yeah. It's not really... Uh, big enough otherwise are you doing, do you do any uh, park runs to get your tempo yeah tempo in because that would be so I've done those the last few weeks actually right uh, there's one not far from me um, which one it's uh, Gunpowder Park in Waltham Abbey oh yeah it's uh, it's a nice flat course that one and uh, what's your best time for a parky uh, 21 minutes oh, so you yeah. should be so you should, should be just do two of those for golf exactly that's the principle. <laughs> but that's it. But you're clearly able to get that pace out. So it is like Paul says, you've got to yeah. get a bit of a, you know, you really, you should do, you should run like a couple of slow miles to the park run and see if you can match that park yeah. run pace then. Like not, not a whole, not at 5k, just one, say 3k, really gentle. And then see if you can get a, a comparable park run speed. That's a good step towards that 45. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. We could not have better weather for this. It's no. absolutely beautiful. I hope it's like this on Sunday. Yeah, that'd be glorious. Yeah. Of course, the other thing is it's good that it's sharp. We're, as people who don't have day jobs, we don't often get out on a run before nine in the morning. <laughs> and it's a very nice time of day. It's a little bit sharp for me. I got back from Hong Kong on Sunday night. I'm still jet lagged, although I don't quite know where, what time it's meant to be, or I'll just really awake at three in the morning. That's for the best for this, isn't it? Because, but yeah, yes, you do. your body doesn't know what's going on. No, absolutely. But when I was in Hong Kong, I never really adapted to their time either. I, was, I slept from about twelve till three every night, and then from eleven till five every day. Yeah, right. I just never really adapted to anything. <laughs> What about running? Did but you the, run outside? No, I didn't. I just did, I did treadmill. I run treadmill every day. Yeah. Quite quickly on the treadmill. Yeah. I just stayed in the hotel room for three days in the gigs. I mean, I've, I've seen Hong Kong before. You kind of had a Howard Hughes thing going on. Yeah, I was just doing loads of writing and Show wandering around. Just go back through the park. I was just wandering around being a bit, bit, bit nutty and listening to podcasts. Let your hair get really, really long. Basically, just for a nappy. Yeah. It was like Lost in Translation <laughs> on a budget. Yeah, yeah. Lost in Translation, except you could not meet a gorgeous younger woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> instead, of, instead of advertising sake for like a million dollars, I was doing three gigs for 750 quid payable by bucks <laughs> following Tuesday. <laughs> it was a little bit... Oh. That lady looked fictional. She's walking three dogs. One of that one with the lampshade thing. I on saw that. Yeah, on the bridge there. 
didn't take a feet photo, it just didn't look real. It was crazy talk. So do you ever come and run around this track? This track, this track sort of uh, perplexes me. It's not it's a long enough, one, isn't it? Is it no. an old cinder track? Yeah, it must be really old. Otherwise it, it would be the wrong length. Well, it's really tight curves, isn't it? It's not 400 metres No, around. I can't remember. I think it's around 350, maybe. You want to get there, mate. You want to be doing some sprints down there. Yeah. No, we, uh, occasionally we get a group of people from the office together and have a race around the track. Oh, yeah. Just yep. try and see who can do the, the mile in the quickest time. Nice. It's really interesting to see people's tactics yeah. on a track, actually. It's ah, really different. Now we can tell we're getting back near the zoo because it smells rich. Yeah. So what smelling here? Zebras? Uh, it'd be giraffes on our left. Oh, there's <laughs> see one. a giraffe oh. there. Look at that. And the oh, zebras mate. over there to the, oh, yeah. to the giraffes left. Beautiful. <laughs> hey, guys. God, yeah, they're good in the morning, aren't they? So what's your tactic on the mile? Are you a stealth? Are you a stealth? So you the, sort of finish the second half quicker, or do you? Yeah, definitely stealth. So I'll, uh, I'll hang behind someone that I think yeah. I can beat. Yeah. Uh, there's one of our uh, zookeepers who's an ultra runner. And, All right. Uh, and yeah, so you can't get near him. So you, you let him go. Yeah. Uh, but then everyone else is reasonably even. Talking of uh, ultra runners, and you pick him off. Shout out yeah. to our friend Sean Marsden who did. He ran a hundred k. In about nine and three quarter hours on Friday. Oh, amazing. He did a he did he got a PB of three hours, didn't he? Yeah. That's amazing, isn't it? <laughs> he got, um, That's an incredibly fast time. Well, he's run a 50 mile before, like an official one, and he ran 50 miles of this 100k, 27 minutes faster than that. Yes, yeah. I was wondering if he could call it a PB, and I was thinking, of course you can. Course I thought, can, yeah. no, I don't think he can. <laughs> I would be. Yeah. I'd be claiming that, but that's every 10k in just under... An hour, yeah, ten of them. He's basically doing that guy's going roughly the ten k time we were talking about. Yeah, ten times back to back. Yeah, you know he's, 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 that he's, joke uh, about do two of those park runs. He's doing that, isn't he? So shout out to him. Yeah, and then driving home, right? Possibly a bad decision about that. So cold. <laughs> so we're just going to run past uh, a building called the Institute of Zoology, which is our. Uh, science department holds about 100 scientists oh brilliant and they look into what what's happening on the planet at the moment for wildlife and Have then that work will underpin the work of governments right ngos around the world to help make sure they got the right plans in place to uh, protect them so yeah it's a pretty unassuming building as you go past but uh, so a lot really of work goes on stuff. in there yeah have you considered making the front of the building see-through so people can see what scientists look like? Yeah, no, absolutely. We're looking at uh, how we can engage people more with our science. We do that in the zoos already. Tell people, so it's not just about how people picture going to a zoo, but you learn a lot more as you come through here. Woo. Let's go through the uh, security gate. Right. I think ultimately the thing is with a modern zoo is that the different things work together don't they you can get yeah. more out of seeing animals that are doing what they would be doing and are well looked after you know what I mean it's yeah. gone are the days of looking at a sad beast that's not getting to express it do what it's supposed to be doing you know yeah no, and that's uh, how we find more people come back and, and want to to join us and support us even more things like the uh, the runs on Sunday yep. you know lots of people will be our traditional charity supporters that will take part in that and then we make sure we put events on for everyone yep. so I mentioned a streak earlier that's only 300 metres uh, but also things like fire walks and walking across glass yep, yep. things people will do to engage 
And then obviously, Rob, we've got uh, our Raw with Laughter comedy event at the end of the year that Which you're hosting. Which is a fantastic hosting. gig. I, thank you for having me. I, I hosted that last year and I'm hosting it again this year. What, who's on this year? It's a great bill. Oh, we've got uh, Alan Carr, we've got Catherine Ryan, Sarah Pascoe, Brilliant. Rob Delaney. Oh, it's yeah. just st- such a and great... And these are the comedy stories. Oh, no. no, it's, it's the, uh, the Apollo. Oh, Smith Apollo, of course. Oh, yes, Apollo, yeah. And it's oh, great. It's really a really good crowd. I think that you, uh, like a lot of the great um, charity gigs, I think you, it's an established... People know it's going to be a good gig. So you get people there who've been before and... Uh, you know, and they're there for a, there for a good time. and know what? To, oh, it was absolutely lovely last year. That's on the thirtieth of November, dear listener. Yeah, come along, good. book now before it sells out. Look at these guys. What are they? I'm going to get it wrong. It's llamas, alpacas. Uh, alpacas there. Uh, Some kind of camelid. Uh, alpaca. Yeah. Then we go past our old penguin. Alpaca is on. He's doing the first half. Yeah, he's great. Alpaca. Here's the old penguin house. Beautiful building. Not ideal for penguins, unfortunately. No, great piece of architecture. But from an architectural yeah. point of view. And I thought we'd just finish up on the left at uh, our land of the lions. Uh, we'll see if uh, they're out yet awake. But uh, nice. yeah, this is uh, represented. So most people, when they think lions, which country do you think of? It's, it's Africa that most people yes. go to, but these are Asiatic lions. Right. There's only right. 500 of them left. They live in a small part of India. And the, in are these vultures on the left? These yeah. are vultures. And then we've wow. got vultures as well. And again, that all links in with our program. So species of vultures were declining. Our scientists discovered the reasons why. It's a drug being fed to cattle. And then we work to try and get that drug out of the cattle. And then the uh, population of vultures increases. Very important Amazing. to keep that natural balance. Otherwise, cases of rabies went up. So transfers to humans. It's about yes, making about sure once, you've got that, yeah. that sort of right balance. Yeah. It's, it's, it's quite, you know, you don't want to get too spiritual about it. But it's, it's, it's balance, isn't it? It's... Uh, yeah, it's uh, about it's holistic. It's yin and yang, man. So here we go. Here the lions. Yeah, so we've got their so the keepers are in there cleaning out at the moment, so the oh lions right. will be locked away safely. Yeah. But we just okay. passed uh, on our left the deer <laughs> lion lodge. See one. A keeper, I mean. <laughs> so you can sleep next to the lions here. Oh really? <laughs> so in these lodges, right, you can stay yeah. overnight with the family or friends. So it's a great experience. Oh, wow. it's a fun actually. Safety oh from lions. That's important. <laughs> you should have told us. Yeah. Yeah. With this early start, you should have put me and Paul in there last night. <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, it's uh, pretty booked up last night, but uh, oh, great, great experience. <laughs> That's good fun. Amazing. Uh, I didn't realise you could stay either. Yeah. 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 And this is to you know make sure people feel that they've arrived Inside. in India. So yeah, this is. Um, this is like the villagers' houses like out in the gear. I've been out there, and uh, the lions will get this close to your back window. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And it's good also from a, from a sort of a radio po- radiophonic workshop point of view that you've brought us somewhere that sounds different. Just go down the other end so I can get you two in here with the lion. Paul, imagine That's there's really a lion just outside the window. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. This is lovely. Yeah, we should have stayed over yeah, well, no, yeah, you can come <laughs> Next back. Time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, it. look at the flamingos. Sorry, now we're just at the zoo. <laughs> this is for the but point where running stops. Yeah, yeah. Uh, once I got these flamingos, we can run again. Uh, great. The other thing we've got is uh, a spider walkthrough now. People can walk through with the spiders. Yeah. Um, Which uh, is not appealing to everyone. This no, is that time no, of year where if you put a photo of a spider online. We, we don't try and do it to scare people. It's about desensitizing people to the fact that, you know, spy, we need them. They're great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, and, yeah. They're, and they're not, you know, they're pretty, uh, they're pretty vulnerable as well, aren't they, spiders? They're not, you know, they're not incredible power beasts. They, they, no. They need looking after like all the others. Uh, exactly. 
I had an experience the other day when a, a dragonfly flew into the kitchen. Massive dragonfly. <laughs> couldn't get out of the ce- couldn't get out of the ceiling because we got like a skylight. It's in there for about two hours. The kids were absolutely terrified. I was fairly nervous. Cause quite big. Yeah, quite, yeah, yeah. Quite a big. Uh, I had to get the chair on the kitchen table to leave the skylight up. <laughs> I think if you were scared, quite though, scared. of that dragonfly, <laughs> yeah. maybe you shouldn't sleep in there with the lions. Right. You know, ah, what's, <laughs> that's, that's a macaw. Did a you macaw. hear that macaw yeah. in the background? <laughs> Hello, mate. I've noticed that we're walking now. Oh, running commentary. And that's fine, too. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, we're back at the penguins. There you go. <laughs> it's beautiful. That was a lovely run. It was really nice. How far did we go? Really nice. Uh, so we're about uh, five kilometres. Uh, Perfect. Like well, thank you. Well, you, I hope that we uh, you have to keep us posted on whether you get your forty-five because we want we, we're, we're invested in that now. Yeah. Okay. So no, I'll, uh, I'll definitely uh, feedback. I, I think you've, you've got it. Just see how fast you go on Sunday. Yeah. Could happen. Yeah. You could no, do Twenty-one for five k. You should you should, you should be able to. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Yeah. It's going to come. That day's going to come. And thank you. And yeah. So that is the stampede. It's here at the zoo nine o'clock on Sunday morning. That's the seventeenth. If you're listening to this months from now, there'll be one next year, won't there? Yeah. We uh, we do two a year. So March and September. What's the website? Uh, zsl.org zsl.org so zsl.org and events L. through the year <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and uh, yeah and the gig the comedy gig Raw with Laughter is at the Apollo on the 30th of November this is us what can we go in front of that's uh, those well this is lovely this is just beautiful <laughs> yeah. we it could go uh, back sunshine. to the penguins or uh, yeah we've got a nice penguin shot there's Paul there they go and uh, yeah come to the run come to the gig Support the zoo. But yeah, I think if you, if it's a crossover thing because we love running in Regent's Park. And uh, I should think that this is like the, the golden opportunity to tie a running event and the zoo and running in Regent's Brilliant. Park yeah. together. Yeah. 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 But uh, um, the Tigers will be locked away. It's disappointing in a way. <laughs> so you can see them afterwards, but uh, yeah, they're not going to chase you around. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Get to the point 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 to the